Welcome once again to 720 and 720. This is John Schulman, and we've got a very unique guest, one that I don't know a ton about what he does that is so very important to the game, and they are growing and building. John Carter from NOAA Basketball. John Carter, welcome to 720 and 720. Thanks, Coach. Glad to be here. Well, you are doing you're doing things all of a sudden you're y'all have gone crazy. You've got your own facility down there in Huntsville and I, I we're gonna start very quick with your background and then we're gonna talk about NOAA and what NOAA does for college teams, high school teams, and now all of a sudden you are now very prominently in the NBA. So John, tell us about your background. Uh, well, my background, I'm from North Alabama, so I'm a, I'm a North Alabama guy. I catch a little grief about my Southern accent as I travel around the country, as you can I probably bet. happen to you a time or two, I guess. Just a few times. Uh, uh, but, uh, but I grew up in this area. Uh, I'm an engineer. Um, I, I went to Auburn and, um, I have, uh, somehow along the way, my career has taken me down this software path. Uh, I'm also a little bit of a basketball nut. Uh, I was no superstar player, anything along those lines, but, uh, but love the game, follow the game very closely. And then along the way, I met this guy in California who had this neat idea and, um, about uh, a product. The original idea was to just give a product to give, uh, to provide instant feedback so that a player could perfect their trajectory, could perfect the arc of the shot. And uh, but we of course do way more than that today. But that was our genesis. That's how we started. So you just started. You met a guy who who had that idea, and with your engineering background, let's try to figure out something that we can help guys automatically, you know, instantly tell them are they shoot are they shooting it too flat? Are they shooting it too too with too big of an arc? Is that so? That was the whole premise of the whole deal. Yeah, that's and I'll even go back a little bit further and give you just a, a real quick version there. But the, the guy's name's Alan Marty. Uh, he's in the Silicon Valley in California, and uh, the original Noah product we always joke and say was a rake attached to a ladder. <laughs> and so uh, he was trying to his daughter shot too flat, and he was trying to get her to shoot more arc, and so he put this up there, and obviously it didn't work. She couldn't hardly see the hoop looking through the ladder and the rake. And the idea was, wouldn't it be great if you could give a player feedback? on the on their shot without them having to wear anything or shoot over anything or anything along those lines and then uh um that was real early early 2000s so this goes back quite a ways and but he over time formed a company filed a patent and um and then he and i connected shortly thereafter and of course i had to go out and do the things that you typically have to do you know we had to raise some capital we had to put together a business plan we had to um you know build a product and uh, they had already built a prototype but it wasn't really in a sellable state and so we just went to work and um in the last you know over a decade now uh we started out by just barnstorming gyms you know uh, uh lenny acuff that you know well was one of the first guys i went to and showed the the original prototype product to uh went around to well over 100 high schools real quickly just to learn what what they would like to see in the product and uh, and I always joke and say in typical fashion, coaches told me what they want. Then I went and built it, and it wasn't what they wanted. <laughs> yeah, so. we're, we're, coaches are kind of strange. <laughs> uh, not even kind of strange. I mean, in Lenny Acuff's team, they really struggle shooting at balls. So, I mean, they really struggle. I mean, they make every shot, every three <laughs> they shoot. So, so as you as you are beginning to make this, and then you're going, where you know, where do we put it? Who are we selling it to? How much is it? And all that good stuff. 
tell us kind of where it started and and uh, yeah tell us really exactly kind of where it started and, and and um you know what was it did could you will it in did you bring it in because yeah basically the, the original yeah the original product was kind of a lectern you know type thing about the size of a podium that was on wheels and you rolled it around to the side of the court and then a player could walk out and shoot you could only shoot straight ahead so you could walk over and shoot a free throw and you could only get arc feedback so it would say 45 52 38 and in the case for example of a a shakiro it would say something like 35 you know where uh, um, you know the Steph Curry's of the world it would consistently say 46 45 45 I mean, so what is Steph I'm just curious what is Steph shooting at Steph is somewhere around I've I've seen he's actually shot on Noah at a bunch of different places uh the Warriors of course have our stuff as well but um uh, but he shot at a training facility not too long ago and I think his three-point arc was 46 47 right in there just a tad on the high side you know of the ideal of 45 but just incredibly consistent Okay, all when the you see, when, explain to all of our listeners, explain what 45 actually means in scientific ways. Sure. Well, the, the, what we're measuring is the entry angle. So when I say 45-degree arc or 45-degree um, trajectory, I'm always referring to the entry angle. The entry angle is the most important metric to measure when it comes to trajectory. Um, for example, you know, in basketball, you've literally got players from – seven foot three or whatever down to and uh, the WNBA you might have a five foot player the entry angle the rim obviously stays the same so the entry angle the physics of that does not change and 45 is the optimal entry angle however for that five foot player to get the same entry angle as Dirk Nowitzki they have to actually shoot it at a different launch angle so the launch angle varies pretty significantly uh, the optimal launch angle does, but the entry angle is the same, and so that's the reason we chose to measure it at the rim. Okay, so you're not measuring launch angle; you're measuring no. at entry. All that's right, that's correct. So entry, okay. So you, you tell me if entry angle is is so important, and we've always heard, you know, can two balls fit in a rim? Yes or no? Uh, yes, with a little bit of manipulation, the girl, two girls' balls are going to there pretty easily. Two guys' balls, you might have to, you know maneuver it just a little bit here's the thing though coach that's that have been you know we've had a real education uh task um but basically shooting too high and this is going to be a a shocker to a lot of people shooting too high is just as bad as shooting too flat it hurts your shooting percentage just as much as shooting too flat and um and we've had a difficult time um but we, we finally got there we had a really difficult task of educating the basketball world on that um, because the feel, the feeling it always was, hey, if I shoot it higher, there's going to be more space as the ball goes down through the rim, so mm-hmm. it's going to score more often. And it's just not true. It is true that there's more space, but what happens is there's a loss of control that takes place when you get above 45. And just the physics of the trajectory, you end up missing short, long, um, you know, significantly more. It's some of our biggest successes has been lowering players arcs and have players drop from uh, you know just see their shooting percentage as they drop their trajectory see their shooting percentage just go up substantially i'm not talking about just a little bit either i'm talking 20 25 percentage points from a free throw line 10 12 percentage points from three by lowering their arc yeah i'm telling you i'm sitting here listening i know i'm supposed to be running the show i'm sitting here listening i'm like feel like a listener all right all right, <laughs> all right let me let me ask you this all right so you went from 
you know, at one time you could go straight on free throws, free throws, mm-hmm. and, and okay, when did that change, and how did that change? So we we started. So basically, we we knew the current product had limitations. We always wanted to be able to track every shot all over the floor. We always wanted to do things like entry position in the rim as opposed to just trajectory. We wanted to know that the shot was 2.7 inches to the left and 8.7 inches deep. You know, those are things that have, have been on our radar for some time. Uh, we also wanted to automatically recognize who the player is and then go back even further and determine well, what type of shot did they take. And so if you think about it from a, a product strategy standpoint, we're focused on the rim, entry angle, entry position, and then we worked our way back, and now we're doing automatic facial recognition. Uh, we have multiple NBA teams that are using that product and have just have two college teams that we just installed. And um, and now we're going back a step even further to determine um, what type of a shot was it. Did the pass come from the left? Did it come from the right? Did it come from the post? If we know those things, we can further isolate exactly where the player's weaknesses are. So, um, so back to so that was kind of the, the ultimate goal, and we we now have that product out in uh, in the field. But I skipped ahead a little bit. So we about three years ago, the sensors, um, you know, if you think of sensors, cameras, depth sensors, things like that, uh, there's been a huge um, uh, technology move in that area. I mean, there's just been a lot of advancement, and a lot of it is around the driverless car. A lot of the sensors that have been developed for that industry that, you know, during our lifetime, I'm sure we'll get chauffeured around in a driverless car, which will be, which will be neat. But we've you, taken you some think it'll sit- be neat. I, I'm going I'm to stay in the seat. All right, go ahead. You and my wife. My wife says she's not going to ride in one, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But, uh, but basically, these sensors, now we have a sensor instead of having it on this, uh, you know, rolling podium, if you want to call it this rolling cart. We have a sensor up above the hoop. And this sensor lets us see everything in 3D. And so we can determine, you know, where the shot came from, the, all the angles from any different angle. So it just lets us uh, monitor the entire half court, which is which is great. So it's really the involvement of sensors. And kind of what happened with us, uh, you know, we were moving, you know, just kind of at a steady pace with the old product. And as these new sensors started to come out, we start doing some research. Uh, we actually did a lot of work uh, work with a professor at Carnegie Mellon University up in Pittsburgh um, and uh, got this first product kind of prototype working in the summer of 16. And um, then we went to, we had a few beta customers like University of Virginia, um, you know, with Coach Bennett. We worked very closely with him for a long time, just a terrific guy. And um, he reminds and so, me of me. I tell my wife all the time when I look in the mirror, I see him. And so, I, okay, I'm just at, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep on going. No, that's that's, that's good. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he, uh, you know, we we worked with them. We worked with the Mavericks and some other teams to, to to kind of get the product figured out. And then we went to I don't know if you've heard of the or I'm sure you've heard of it, the Sloan Sports Conference yep. up at MIT. It's the largest sports analytics conference I believe in the world now. And so we showed up there February of 2017, you know, just a little over two years ago, and uh, and introduced this new product. We entered the, a research competition that we ended up winning, and we also entered, they had kind of this um, uh, startup-type competition that uh, everybody did these little quick five-minute investor kind of pitches. We ended up winning that as well. And that's really where we launched this new product and our, um, you know, kind of our new company, so to speak. And... Uh, yeah, we went from having just a few beta customers to, you know, having a pretty large number of NBA teams almost immediately. 
Um, so, uh, so that was kind of a big, um, a big launch point for us. Well, congrats on that. I know y'all are booming. So you were at the summer league last year. So explain, explain to us what you were doing in, in Vegas at the summer league. Yeah, we were just, uh, you know, collecting data. Um, you know, we were basically tagging shots and, um, collecting the data so that teams could access, um, and help them evaluate players. Okay, so so where was your machine? Where was the NOAA device at a, at an NBA game? Where is that? Uh, well, for that particular setup, um, you know, it was in the ceiling, and we we kind of had two different setups there at um, at the summer league, where we had um, one was in like in Cox. I don't know if you've been to that before. Yeah, the smaller yeah. arena, we were mounted from the ceiling, and then Thomas and Mac in the large arena, we actually had a installation at the top of the shot clock. And so, again, as these sensors continue to evolve, so we now have, uh, we did about 50 Pac-12 games this year where we actually had this little tiny sensor about the size of your thumb um, mounted at the top of the shot clock. If you, I'm sure you've seen this a hundred times, but they typically put uh, robo cameras, robotic cameras, ESPN does for nationally telecast games. There's some little receiver holes up there. We put our little small sensor up there and, um, and we tracked every game in the Pac-12 tournament the first time that had been done and so um you know people can go the, the you know the coaches can go in look at the data and see exactly you know why um uh, you know the, the big thing that we do coach that's the most interesting is the why you know anybody can count makes and misses yeah and say okay this guy made 60 percent of his shots in the workout but why did he miss the 40 um and um, and that's really what we do. I think it was Doc Rivers that gave us that quote. You know, it's understanding why players missing, and the importance of that, because there's a lot of smart shooting guys out there, um, but they can't sit there and with a naked eye see that a player is missing 2.7 inches to the left, 60% of the time. We can, and so we're able to isolate those things, and then able to isolate also. We we see the strangest things. We see players from the right corner that miss three inches to the left. We see players from straight ahead that, that shoot two inches too short. Um, all of those things that their body and their brain does, um, yeah, we measure that, and then they can go out and, and correct it. So you're really – I mean, it's, it's the same thing as putting. I just went to the Champions Tour and, and watched these guys with every device that they could buy, uh, mm-hmm. watching every shot, every shot, and they're getting instant feedback. I mean, these guys are, are looking at their camera and they're looking at the computer and instant feedback. And that's exactly what you're doing, but on the basketball court. That's exactly right. Uh, you know, to, to bring up Coach Bennett's name again, uh, Tony says we're the launch monitor of basketball. Just the way uh, he's got a he's got one good friend in particular that's a PGA Tour caddy, and uh, and that's that's kind of the way he looks at us. You know, we're we're the launch monitor of basketball, and so we we do a little bit more than that, but um, but it's but it's true. Well, you're giving guys instant feedback, so they can so they can change as as they're going, and they're getting instant feedback. So I'm assuming that's the why. Um, uh, you know what you're probably ready for the next thing how can they correct what they're doing wrong is that more to the coaches or is that more you today we uh we don't get into the mechanics discussion very much um i've read about everything you can read about shooting a basketball but as you can imagine in our position as we bounce around from nba gym to nba gym to college gym um you know coach bennett might have a little different approach to how he wants to teach something than 
you know, MBA Team X. Um, and so we, we provide them the information. We provide them the tools. And then they go out and determine. Now, one thing we are doing, kind of the next uh, one of the things we have on our uh, development drawing board is actually getting into the biomechanics a little bit. And so we, with these, um, uh, with these cameras we use for facial recognition, we have this great view of the shooter always. And so we've done some preliminary skeletal analysis, for example, how much does a guy load? You know, how is, you know, what is really the optimal base as far as, um, you know, is it really shoulder width, should it be a little wider, you know, all of those type things. We can measure the angles of the, the non-shooting hand and non-shooting arm, uh, things like that we have now and can measure. So, um, yeah, I know you're, I know you're booming. I told my son, I was like, we're going to do something with with Noah basketball. I think it's really going to help him. He said, dad, they they don't need your help. So (laughs) I, I, I I know you're booming, but I, I think there's so much more. I, you know, some some people just like, okay, this is it. This is our – you got a whole nother level you can go to, I think, just to be honest. No, no there's no doubt about that. We are uh, – um, we, we are not uh, sitting on our hands around here from a development standpoint, I, I promise you that. There's this uh, – the digger – I mean, the, the further we dig, um, you know, the, the more things we discover that we could uh, – that we could implement and make a part of the product. Um, so it, it's, it's an exciting time. It's a lot of fun. I mean, we, we've collected, I mean, we literally, this entire data set we're talking about here of arc, uh, depth, shot depth in the hoop, left, right position of the hoop. Um, that's something no one's ever measured before. And we've collected, you know, we'll, we'll be at 200 million shots here real soon. I think we're at about 190 million shots collected right now at all levels of the game. You know, from middle school to training facilities to high school to college and NBA teams, and that data uh, is just incredibly important as you go through and you look at what does it really, what really is the perfect shot. Um, you know, you could ask. Uh, I'll tell you one quick little side note. I had a, a call with an NBA team recently, and had three guys on the call, and they had a very prominent player on a prominent team that was struggling. And what was interesting is all three of the people on the call had a different opinion of what the problem was, yep. but they didn't have any real data to go back to. Was, you know, we, the teams that have our stuff now can go back and say, well, let's go back and look at his data in January when he was shooting it well um, and compare it to today. And that's what our the players coming back from an injury, um, you know, to be able to go back and look at all their shot data from before. And, um, yeah, and, and be able to get them to back to their uh, their normal shot quicker. So it's just a lot of things you can do with that data, and we're we're excited about. It. You know, one of our big pushes now is to move into the arenas, uh, like we did with the Pac-12 this year. You'll you should see us in more uh, arenas next year. Well, okay. Here's what I'll okay. So you know, I'm an old coach, so I, I'm I want I want to to get you to come in i'm gonna give you a couple different ideas but so so i've got a practice facility or i've got um or i, I practice doing my practice in one arena uh in in college uh tell me what you you're going to come in and do this for me so we can use this all the time you're going to put it on a wall i know uah is on the wall so so tell me kind of that progression in in uh, you know first of all how many nba teams do you have we have just right about half the NBA uses our 
uses our technology. All right, and I know you've thought about this. It's really cool to be in the NBA, and I know you can do more in the NBA, but you you got half, and there's only so many you can have. How many? That's how many, right. How many college? How many college programs are you are you with? Uh, we have, uh, as far as overall, I think there's about 200. Okay. But we have about, I think it's, I looked this up the other day, I think it's 40 or 41 that have the new 3D stuff that we've been talking about the last few minutes here. Uh, you know, like like UAHS, yep. you know, where you track all the shots all over the floor. Um, so, but but back to your earlier point, there's, there's certainly a limited number. You know, you, you can't... Uh, um, you know, for example, 30 NBA teams. We also have hundreds of, uh, we have thousands of um, high school customers, if you include yeah. everything. But yeah, we that, already have a few hundred with this new product as well. Well, that you know, that's what I was going to hit on, is, is that you got you got unlimited, I mean, ridiculous number of high schools and even middle school. And I, and I think that's what, I, I think you're, I, I know you can go to so many different levels with the NBA and with college. But these little guys who are just trying to learn to shoot the ball the right way in, in a freshman basketball team and a JV team and in a, in a middle school program, this would be so valuable, I think, to those kids and to fall in love with the game. So, I mean, are, are you, I'm assuming uh, the, the NBA teams are spending a, a few dollars on your your <laughs> your merchandise, but, but I'm assuming that, that – as that goes up, maybe, you know, what, what can I do if I'm a middle school coach and a high school coach? What do I need to do if I'm interested, and why do I need to do it? Tell me. Yeah, well, the first off, here's the biggest thing as far as the why they need to do it. Um, less than 10% of high school players actually shoot the correct trajectory. So think about that for a second. That means 9 out of 10 of your players are doing it wrong. And... Um, and that's the reason we've had that the high schools get more in middle schools for that matter. They get more from this than any team. I can you know, see if you that. Think yeah. about, uh, what we found also that when you get to the college level, about half the players are shooting the correct trajectory. When we get the NBA, it's over 80%. And that would make sense. You know, the guys are at the NBA, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're there for a reason. Um, but we've had just crazy success with high school teams because, again, if, if they can just follow just a simple rule of, okay, I'm going to get everybody on the team shooting the correct trajectory, and it's it's doable. You can do it very quickly with the instant feedback, and, uh, and you're going to see a percentage increase. I mean, it just happens every single time. So um, so they get the biggest bang for the buck because they've, um, um, you know, they've just got more room to improve. But the, the college teams as well, um, you know, it's, it's not uncommon for a college team. You've seen it. You know, it just pains me to have to watch a game and watch a guy shoot at 55 degrees or 35 degrees knowing that that player could be as much as 20, 25 percentage points better from the free throw line if he was using our technology. Um, so that's that's the frustrating side of it. Um, but it just, you, you it just watch, works. You, you watch, you know, it was very simple to me. Uh, you watch Wofford uh, play Kentucky in the NCAA tournament. And and Wofford could have should have won that game because they had shot makers, and, yeah. and and Kentucky is Kentucky, and Kentucky probably should have lost that game, but they didn't have shot makers. They probably got one shot maker, and so mm-hmm. the, the game, which I think you're probably enjoying and reaping the benefits, 
is going to an offensive game. And and if yeah. you got guys who can make shots and you got guys who can think the game but pass catch and and, sh- and shoot the ball, but really shooting the ball is now the name of the game. And it's the name of the game not only here in this country, but uh, over over that little pond over there to the right and left. Uh, mm-hmm. If you can shoot the ball, you can make money playing the game. And, and I think the Europeans kind of taught us that. And now all of a sudden now we're catching up. And now, which kind of helps you in the long run? No, it, it does. It, it, today's game, you know, Anthony Tolliver, we did a video on him. who plays with the, with the Timberwolves right now uh, recently. And uh, the video starts where, with Tolliver saying, today's game is all about shooting. And that's so true. It is a See, shooter's could, game today, and it's a great equalizer. I could have helped you, John. I <laughs> me and Anthony, you, uh, no, it, it's true. It is all about shooting the ball now. Yeah, no, no question about it. And if you can't shoot it, uh, and and it's not going to change, you know, anytime soon. That's for sure. Uh, you know, they've, if, as you know, they've changed the rules up a little bit. That uh, frees the game up a little bit more and frees the guys out front a little bit more. And um, you know, it's just crazy the the analytic side of things. And if you think of the the math of uh, you know of, of shooting and what a three does, uh, you look at teams like the Rockets and. And others, and you see those shot charts and the spatial maps that basically shows them shooting threes or layups, and so that's um, that's the highest return. Because mid range, mid range is now gone. Uh, yeah, it, it's all but gone. It's a it's an end of shot clock kind of uh, you know kind of shot. Oh uh, well, okay. So so is it is it affordable? Okay, so I'm a high school basketball coach in in um, the the sticks of of tennessee or alabama can i afford can i afford it how do i do it is it payment what 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 can i do because i, I want to be a better shooting team and every that's the great thing about basketball is it doesn't matter if you're at when i, I went to university high in johnson city or or you're at uah or you're at virginia or you're with the with the spurs uh you you want to be the best and it, it doesn't matter uh how can i afford it or can i and and do i have to have it well, the um, you know we we think we have a you know somewhat affordable solution. We, it, it certainly you know there's a cost associated with it, uh, but the you know a single system is as little as twenty six hundred dollars as far as the upfront fee, and then there's an ongoing data fee of a hundred dollars a month. And so you take a you know a typical high school, one of those out in the sticks, like you're saying, one like I went to. Yeah. You know, I went to Elkmont High School in the, uh, North Alabama. But, you know, at that particular gym, the middle school teams, the uh, high school teams, boys and girls, would all have access to the same system. And so if you look at a $1,200 a year fee, and you can divide that between three or four teams, we even have some teams that uh, they're youth leagues because a lot of them practice, um, you know, in the in the high school gym or the auxiliary gym. And many of we've actually had quite a few teams where the youth leagues have actually bought the NOAA system. And so basically there's an upfront fee of, you know, whether it's 2500 for one hoop, most people do two hoops. So there's an upfront fee of five grand. And then there's an ongoing fee of a hundred dollars a month. You can track all your games live. You can have every shot chart, all those type details. And, and, and again, get the why. Okay. Wow. From the right corner. Uh, you know, John Carter shoots it too high. Um, and knowing that type of information, you can go right back to the court and train that out and be ready the next game. With instant feedback, if I'm a junkie and, and I want, let me, I want to know what's going on all the time, and I want to know how I can improve. 
and this this helps me improve. Like I said, the same thing in golf, and it tells you instantly what's going on uh, for you, for your basketball team and for your for your kid. I, I think you know. I mean, the the gun was the huge thing for a while, and everybody's got a gun, and everybody's shooting with the gun. Um, I think that was about five thousand. Uh, mm-hmm. That's but, correct. Yep. Uh, but it's it's a similar concept. And you're right. If you got multiple teams that can use it and will use it, uh, I think it's very affordable, and it's vital how the game's going. And uh, we we all want to be better at, at what what we're going to be good at, and, and then you better be good at shooting at basketball. And so you going from the NBA to middle school, it's all the same. It, you you better be able to shoot. No, that that's ball. that's exactly right. And the the thing that yeah you know, that we we talk about a lot around here. Anytime we get in front of high school or college teams or whomever is our goal is we want every player to reach their potential. And and that, that potential varies. You know, it could be, in, uh, you know, that this kid's, uh, you know, goal is just to make the team. Or another kid's goal could be to play in college or play professionally or whatever. But what I do know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, if a player is shooting, you know, 38 degrees, 49 degrees, 53 degrees, we see all of that, and, um, you know, at the high school level especially. Uh, that player's not reaching their potential. And they absolutely, beyond a shadow of a doubt, would make more shots if they trained with that immediate feedback. No so, question about it. We've so, done it too many times. So really, the immediate feedback really is just kind of it's just muscle memory to me. Uh, is, is that the end all, be all? Is, is I'm here in 45 and I got to shoot it like that every single time? Yeah, and you also can. Uh, you know, there's a video that um, I spoke at an analytics conference last weekend over in um, in Durham, and I played a little video for. Um, uh, for the group I was doing this presentation for, uh, of Tony Bennett and Kyle Guy both shooting with left-right feedback. So think about that for a second. If you're shooting and the system says zero, that means that ball was dead straight. If it says minus two, that means it was two inches to the left. Um, you know, I'm 54 years old. I shoot the ball straighter today than I ever have. And it's because I never knew that I shot the ball on average about an inch and a half to the right. And so I've corrected that now. And now I'm just curious, how do you correct? How do you correct that? In my case, it was as simple as listening to the feedback. So again, uh, left right is obviously a lot of its mechanics. Um, but players, we have saw players. For example, there, there was a player at the um, summer league last year that every shot they shot, except for one or two, was in the left half of the basket. Every shot. Hmm. And um, and so if you know those things and you can give feedback on that, it just helps the hand-eye, uh, again, the muscle memory, the coordination yeah. of uh, giving it. And it could be an alignment issue. You know, again, if the, if the coach knows, wow, on average, this player shoots at three or four inches to the left. Um, most of the time when you ask a coach that, they'll just say, well, all I know is it doesn't go in very much, you know. And so we need to we need to correct that somehow. Well, us um, old guy, you know, analytics scares. I can't even spell it. Uh, analytics scares a lot of a lot of people. But it's how the game's going to now. And now all of a sudden, we you got the ability to to really learn more about each each one of your kids. And with that facial recognition, uh, you know, you, I know you got one really good looking kid that comes in there from UAH with that facial recognition. <laughs> kind of looks just like me and Tony Bennett. I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but now, and you've also got a new place. If if I'm coming through and our listener, if we're coming through near Huntsville, can can people give you a call and, and sneak over oh, to your absolutely. place? Because you got a brand yeah, new we, place, correct? 
Sure. We have people drop in here uh, uh, quite a bit. I know uh, Michael met somebody here uh, this past Sunday, a uh, coach that was driving through the area that had been down to Birmingham. Um, so, yeah, we're right on, you know, we're, we're five minutes off Interstate 65, uh, just between Athens and, and Huntsville or Athens and Madison. So, um, and we've got a full half-court gym set up here. We've got all the technology, the very latest stuff, even the stuff that we're experimenting with, obviously, is installed here. That's where we do all our testing. And so we, uh, yeah, we're, we're happy to have coaches drop in here, see the system, get up some shots themselves, even bring a, a player or two over if they want, and uh, we'll, we'll make the arrangements to make that happen. Uh, John, you've been phenomenal. Um, you, you've been great. I know you're going to do, you're doing great things for the game. I know your business is killing it, but you're doing great things for the game because the game, you know, what, what everybody wants is, you know, everybody was in a panic that night. Oh my God, Virginia and Texas Tech are going to play. It's going to be the worst game in the history of the game. Uh, <laughs> there were some shot makers out there on that court and it ended up being no. one of the best finals to ever play. And people want to see that ball go in that basket. And and um, I think the NCAA is ready to to move that three point line back. Uh, I think they're going to start going to the FIBA line, uh, and so it's you know that's not going to change anything on, in your world. It's just going to help guys be able to make shots from from back there. Do you remember sure. back in the day when when like like Larry Bird would make a three in a game, and it was like a big deal. I mean, Bird made a three in an NBA game. And now there's – are you kidding me? There's teams making 15 to 20 in a game every game? No, it's it's crazy. You know, if you go back and, of course, you know, again, if you think of, of my age, um, you know, when, when I was in high school was when Larry Bird was playing at Indiana State. So it's uh, – uh, that, that was a, a great basketball era. But it was different. Uh, a three-pointer was not something that you took – unless you had a great look or I, I, I went back and looked at the stats. We actually did something for the, the Sloan presentation last year where we actually plotted the number of three point attempts <laughs> over the last 30 years or something like that. And it's just like a, you know, exponential line going up, 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 up. And it's still going up. You know, there's records broken every year uh, of the number of attempts and the number of makes and all those type things. And, and the teams that are making them are winning. Well, you know, it's I mean, not I, like this is a crazy idea that teams that are making them are winning. No, and it started Loyal and Marymount with Westhead, and and then it went yeah. to now it's like Grinnell. I did an ESPN three game for Grinnell a couple years ago, and Grinnell is shooting. I mean, they're shooting fifty, sixty threes in a game, and now Duger Bacham at the Citadel, a buddy of mine's shooting, all, and and now that's hooked on with Annie Pennington at Sequoia High School up here in tennis. You know, it's it's everywhere. Because it's the name, it's the name of the game right now. But the the name of the game, the the game will change here and there. It goes in cycles. But one thing that not going to change is ability to make shots. And so you, no, I think right. you're go, you're going to be okay. I think John, I'm not real worried about you. Uh, <laughs> I think you're going to be okay. And uh, I I just want to thank you for what you're doing for the game. And uh, thanks for spending some time with us today. And. Anytime there's a shulman that sneaks over there and wants to use a facility, you know, let him do that because he needs to make no, all we'll, the shots. Uh, we'll, we'll do that for sure. And I, I've enjoyed being on and appreciate your time works. Well, listen, you, what, we appreciate you, appreciate what you're doing, and, and thanks again for your time. Hey, listen, let me ask you this. Somebody wants to get – I know they don't, you don't want them to call you a cell, but somebody wants to get in touch with you and uh, one of your guys to learn more about Noah. Uh, what, and, and also, where did Noah come from? Yeah, well, we're we're all believers. So, who built the perfect ark? 
Noah. So that's <laughs> yeah. literally where the name came from. So I love it. Uh, I love it. Um, so that's uh, yeah. We we started out our our uh, you know we we started. It was all about art for us. Now we do a lot more than art, but that was um, that was the original idea. That was what it was all about in the beginning. So so that's uh, it's it's kind of funny how teams refer to noah and people refer to noah they always say well i'm going to go shoot on noah i'm going to go shoot with noah it's like it's a person and uh, that's one thing we get a lot of great feedback from colleges as you know pretty limited on the amount of time they can be in the gym with players no doubt and so this gives them the opportunity to go in and get up shots it's like having a virtual coach absolutely in the gym, and they're able to get work in even when the coach can't be there with them all right how, how's anybody going to get in touch with y'all so so they can go to our website noahbasketball.com and then, uh, secondly, they can they can give us a call, and it's eight 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 try Noah T R Y Noah. So eight 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 try Noah, or it's also two five six two three three thirty five hundred. So, uh, but um, but yeah, they can they can definitely on the website. There's they can fill out inquiries and things like that as well. All right, you're good, my man. Thanks so much for spending time with us and and teaching us a little bit more about the game. We appreciate your time. All right, thank you, coach. All right, buddy. Take care.